0: show today, a little different. There's an old song, Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Thyme. I'll try to find it so we can play it to begin this. But anyway, we're going to run through these four herbs. I think you'll be surprised that we just think of them as condiments to taste or to add flavor or savory to dishes. But there's a lot more to them than that. Parsley is one the world's most widely used herbs, at least one of them. an essential ingredient in many dishes in modern herb medicine. Parsley is suggested to help clear urinary tract disorders, including urethritis. Parsley is also used to treat kidney stones, calm indigestion, and help stimulate normal menstruation. Chewing parsley leaves is also a time-tested method of fresh breath. That's why they always leave it on your plate at a number of restaurants. That's supposed to be the last thing you do except I don't see a lot of people using Fresh parsley is widely available in supermarkets, health food stores, and they sell as tinctures and as capsules if you don't want to just use the real product. Parsley seed is produced just on a small scale in a small part of Eastern Europe. The tincture is generally just an alcohol extract, okay, and they use parsley dose at about one to three milliliters, Taken three times daily, you can also get it. At also, you can also get it as capsules for fifty to nine hundred milligrams of leaf, all just powdered up into a capsule. If you want to make a tea out of it? You just take a cup of boiling water, put some fresh. Oh, about they say usually about three tablespoons of fresh parsley leaves. Let it stand for oh, five six minutes and strain it and drink it. Good for you up to three times a day. Of course, you can sweeten it if you want. I use stevia. Some people can use honey, whatever they really want, to just change it a bit. It's a, it's a bit bitter by itself. You might want to watch if you're uh, pregnant or going to be pregnant. They don't suggest you, or that at least you limit the amount of parsley that you intake uh, if, if you're a pregnant lady. The varied effects that parsley has on the kidneys, even more, it's a little caution. It really does clean them out. It may be good for you, but if you're having kidney trouble, you may want to look at that first. And for some of us, and it works for me, it, it's a really, really good way to drop blood pressure. Eating a normal amount of parsley each day is a, some uh, doctors say, is as good as the pills they give you to lower your blood pressure. Parsley may actually, with a few people, react with sunlight and cause a light skin rash. So if you eat your parsley and get a little, especially like I go out biking, uh, you might watch for that. Other than that, it is, a well, well, thought-out, used-for-thousands-a-year herb that uh, generally is uh, really good for you and should be a healthy part of your diet. Well, the next herb on the list in the song is sage. Sage is a seasoning herb for poultry and a lot of other savory dishes. Sage is also an effective treatment for sore throats, coughs, and colds. Sage tea has long been used as a remedy. Often as a gargle and sand, scientific studies have confirmed that this herb is highly effective for relieving sore throat. Sage exhibits antibacterial activity, which may explain its use for gastroenteritis and for other minor gastrointestinal or what we call GI tract infection. And sage is easy to grow at home from seeds or cuttings. Sage likes a loose, well-drained soil without too much moisture. The majority of the world's sage supply is wild harvested in the coastal mountains of Croatia and over in Albania. Fresh and dried sage is available in most grocery stores. Supplements and tinctures can be found in almost all of the good health food stores also. The amount of sage consumed as a culinary herb is safe, but do not exceed above recommended doses. Alcohol extracts of sage... Are not to be used internally for more than a couple of weeks, and a tincture diluted in water and used as a rinse or gargle is perfectly safe. Give sage a try. I think you'll love some of its flavors, especially if not used it regularly on poultry. And in general, just another good, healthy herb. And next in the song is a savory-smelling, very widely used herb known as rosemary. This particular herb is really, really an herbal medicine multitasker. When applied to the skin, rosemary essential oil has been shown to exhibit antibacterial, antifungal, even antiparasitic and an actual analgesic property. It is also used topically to treat muscle pain and arthritis and to improve circulation. Germans commission E, which examines the safety and efficacy of herbs has approved rosemary use for these conditions the best way to obtain fresh rosemary is simply to buy a plant at the gardening center or grow your own it grows very well right here very easily it's produced commercially in spain portugal and france and uh, there's a number of countries where it's all, it's in its own natural range and they just pick it in the wild creams, ointments, and salves, many topical products contain various concentrations of rosemary's essential oil for skin conditions such as, again, bacterial and anti-fungal and type infections. Apply daily to skin, joint, or muscles as per manufacturer's direction. The essential oil is used in aromatherapy to enhance mental focus. To apply the oil topically, mix about 10 drops in an ounce, carrier, Olive oil works great. Or jojoba, I happen to also like avocado oil. Add one or two teaspoons of dried rosemary leaves in a cup of hot water and cover it. Let it sit eight or ten minutes. Then strain it. You can drink it. It's perfectly safe. There is a general recommendation that you don't overdo it, again, if you're going to be pregnant. So another good herb, really widely used. I don't think there's a place anywhere within the sound of everybody's hearing this that doesn't have rosemary readily available for your use and the final and useful herb in the group is thyme like sage thyme is one of uh, those several really fragrant herbs that doubles as a spice as well as a medicine thyme's aromatic compounds help to relieve coughs probably in two different ways thyme is an anti-spasmodic and an expectorant two fancy words but they make sense meaning that the herb not only calms coughs, but also helps clear bronchial mucus. It is also antibacterial and antiviral. Each week for the next few weeks, now I'm going to continue doing what I, I call it almost herbal home remedies, but it's really not. These are facts, and I mean facts that have been tested, some for hundreds of years, a few for thousands. So next week, I think what I'm going to do is do a three or four. I don't do them all. I really don't try to do that. But well, let's do the next ones on arthritis. Since I'm in my mid-70s and I've broke a bunch of things several times, <laughs> uh, I'm kind of into that. So I hope you'll appreciate that. But yeah, let's just plan on uh, talking things you can get on the open counter that actually help waylay some of, especially, some of the pain of being arthritic. So, you know, I'm not always total doom and gloom. There's a little bit of good news for a change that I think uh, certainly surprised some of the scientists. New research from the University of Exeter in the United Kingdom reveals that the world's oceans soak up more carbon than we previously believed. Previous estimates of the movement of carbon between the atmosphere and the oceans did not account for the temperature differences between the water's surface and a few meters below. The new model includes this factor and finds that there is a significantly higher flux of carbon into the oceans than we previously believed. The study calculated carbon dioxide fluxes from 1992 to about 2018 and found that at certain times and locations, there was up to twice as much CO2 contained in the ocean as determined from previous scientific models. The temperature differences between the surface of the ocean and the water at a depth of a few meters is important because the amount of carbon dioxide that can be absorbed in water depends very strongly on the temperature of the water. Anyone with a home soda maker knows this well as the devices always work much better with refrigerated water than room temperature. The difference in ocean carbon dioxide uptake measured from satellite data and calculated in the new modeling amounts to about 10% Ten percent of the global fossil fuel emissions. So it's a very, very significant revision. Thank goodness. The revised estimate for carbon dioxide uptake actually agrees much better with an independent method for calculating the amount of carbon dioxide in the ocean. Those measurements come from a global ocean survey performed by research ships over the past several decades. Now that two so-called big data estimates of the ocean sink of co2 agree pretty much there's a greater confidence that we understand this important aspect of our planet's total carbon cycle so there's some a little bit of good news for a change This is part of the show where I usually do some, uh, I call them the organic matters science factoid. Global populations of mammals, birds, amphibians, reptiles, and fish have declined by 68% in less than 50 years. Folks, that's more than half. That's just unbelievable. The report presents a comprehensive overview of the state of the natural world based on tracking 21,000 populations of more than 4,000 different vertebrate species between the years 1970 all the way to the year 2017. The report shows that the main cause of the dramatic decline in species populations on land is habitat loss and degradation, which includes deforestation driven by food production, Additional factors include land use change and the use and trade of wildlife itself. Wildlife populations found in freshwater habitats have suffered a decline of more than 84%. Freshwater is not doing well, folks, which is the steepest decline in any biome that we've studied so far. Insect populations have declined rapidly in many places, but most of the information about insects comes from a small number of countries in the northern hemisphere. What happens to insects insect matters a lot to us, folks. Insects play a central role in the world's ecosystems as waste processors, pollinators, predators, and prey. It is now more important than ever to take coordinated global action to halt and reverse the loss of biodiversity and wildlife populations all across our globe. And do stay tuned to tell you how to preserve those herbs in the next part of the show.